0: I support the Black Lives Matter movement. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Martin Luther King Jr. my little strangelings. On this podcast, I discuss the world's folklore, myths, legends, and superstition. I explore what these stories meant to the cultures that shared them, the different uses of lore in our modern day entertainment, and the history of it all. Welcome to Folklore Friday. On this
1: episode of Folklore Friday, the history of jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs> oh
0: my god! I wish I video recorded.
1: <laughs> How was that? Hello, my little
0: lanes. Welcome to Folklore Friday. Today I'm joined by my husband Chris.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: <laughs> and we will be talking about the history of the Jack-O-Lantern. But yes, as far as as far as for me goes, there's always pumpkin carving was just like a big thing. And everyone I knew carved pumpkins, except maybe say Jehovah's Witnesses, because they don't really observe, you know, holidays. But most of my friends, it was just like this accepted thing, but we never talked about. Why? And I think sometimes people forget that holidays, traditions that are involved in holidays, that's technically folklore because it's the beliefs, customs, and traditions of a of a society and a community. And so, Aww. I always want to know the root reason why. And before I learned this, I think they came from Ireland. That was about it. What about you?
1: No clue. <laughs> no idea. No, honestly, never invested that much uh, thought into it was just seemed like a, a harmless fun thing to do so i just left it at that <laughs> cutting faces into a pumpkin
0: <laughs> i always want to know why
1: yeah sure no it's not a, i'm not saying you shouldn't want to wonder i just for some reason it never crossed my mind to think about where jack o lanterns came from or why they exist
0: mhm yeah <laughs> so today we're going to be going over the history and we're going to start first with a couple of stories of Stories or legends that have been passed down about the jack o' lantern.
1: Enjoy. <laughs> Should I read this? I yes. read dramatically. He oh. said
0: mm-hmm. Oil of the wisps, will, will of the Wisps.
1: <laughs> will of the Wisps. It was a cold, dark night. As they crossed the moors on all hollow's eve the folk of the village had said not to venture off the beaten path but it was too late now look cried one of the travelers pointing to a ghostly light on the horizon they stopped and stared in the direction of the light mesmerized by two dancing figures that seemed to beckon them closer.
0: According to legend, travelers sometimes saw a light at night, especially over swamps, bogs and marshes. The light was said to hold power over people, drawing them closer, but like a mirage fading away as they approached known as ignis fautius in latin meaning foolish fire anyone who was lured off the trail by the light would surely lose their way the phenomenon became known by other names most commonly willow the wisp jack-o'-lantern or friar's lantern and was thought to be the devil's work the pranks of fairies or even an omen of death Okay, and the next we have the story of Stingy Jack.
1: As the story goes, Stingy Jack, often described as a blacksmith, invited the devil to join him for a drink. Stingy Jack didn't want to pay for the drinks from his own pocket and convinced the devil to turn himself into a coin that could be used to settle the tab. The devil did so, but Jack skipped out on the bill and kept the devil coin in his pocket with a silver cross so that the devil couldn't shift back into his original form. Jack eventually let the devil loose, but made him promise that he wouldn't seek revenge on Jack and wouldn't claim his soul when he died.
0: When Stingy Jack eventually died, God would not allow him into heaven, and the devil, keeping his word, rejected Jack's soul at the gates of hell. Instead, the devil gave him a single burning coal to light his way, and sent him off into the night to find his own hell. Jack put the coal into a carved-out turnip, and has supposedly been roaming the earth with it ever since. In Ireland, the ghost lights seen in the swamps were said to be Jack's improvised lantern, moving about as his restless soul wandered the countryside. He and the lights were dubbed Jack of the Lantern, or Jack-o'-lantern. Yeah, yeah. So what you think? What'd you think of those stories?
1: I think Stingy Jack's a clever fella. <laughs> <laughs> to be tricking the devil and mm-hmm. also that that's the only way the devil could think to buy, to pay for drinks.
0: Yeah, devil's dumb. He's apparently. gonna turn into a
1: coin. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You turn into a coin. He's like, well, I can make some <laughs> coins. I'm the devil. No, 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 no. no, If you turn into one that, that should cover the whole tab.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the devil seems kind of like a weakling in this version
1: uh, I, I think there's a lot of though stories like this where it's just this kind of like the devil easily tricked but then it's all about him getting back at you eventually for it so
0: true like you can't lie to a liar you can't trick Tricking the devil or making a deal with the devil always has its comeuppance.
1: Mm, yes, indeed.
0: <laughs> so this story kind of remind made me think of Constantine. We isn't there a part where he like he can't go to heaven, but he what well, was it? You know it better. I just remember like heaven doesn't want him.
1: Well, he he he's a suicide, so he's going to hell no matter what he does, because he committed suicide and he died for a little bit, and then he came back. And so he's been fighting demons and stuff ever since trying to win his way back into heaven. But it doesn't matter because he's because he's a suicide and suicides go to hell.
0: Because that's the the Catholic. um,
1: Right. But (laughs) he he finds a way because he he sort of gives up his life in order to save uh, this other person. And then that for that earns him a place in 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 heaven. And he's able to
0: because he's like yeah. sacrificial love and all of that. Right. Yeah, so that's written from the Catholic perspective and isn't there's like priests and stuff in it and like yeah, I remember. I remember that. Yeah, I just remember there's like a trailer and it was like "Hell can't have him and heaven doesn't want him" or something like that. Right. <laughs> but I don't know, like there's something kind of fun about that story of this guy wandering a going back to Jack-O-Lantern or Stingy, Stingy Jack.
1: Stingy Jack.
0: Drinking with the devil.
1: Trying to find every way he can to not pay for a simple beer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just pay for the beer, man.
1: Was it worth it, was Jack? Was it? <laughs> was it? Was it worth
0: it? <laughs> All right, baby you're yeah. up.
1: OK, well, here's a little bit of a history behind some of this. The legend immigrated to the New World with the Irish and it collided with another old world tradition and a new world crop. So I think you can maybe guess at that. Making vegetable lanterns was a tradition of the British Isles and carved. carved Making vegetable lanterns was a tradition of the British Isles and were carved out of turnips, beets, and potatoes and were stuffed with coal, wood embers, or candles as impromptu lanterns to celebrate the fall harvest. As a prank, kids would sometimes wander off the road with a glowing veggie to trick their friends and travelers into thinking they were Stingy Jack or another
0: lost soul. And I'm definitely going to put pictures of this up because I found pictures of turnips and beets and potatoes and the potatoes are terrifying (laughs) they look like they look like shrunken heads and but most of them um i saw were kept in a museum so they've been kind of like preserved and petrified so they looked even more like raisiny and scary and some of the beets were were pretty scary too but i'm trying to think like so with the coal or wood embers i guess these things don't burn but wouldn't that just like cook the potato
1: i don't know well they could take it i mean that's true. You ever That's true. baked a potato; it takes forever. Yeah,
0: I just feel like, like it would be like forty-five minutes to an hour just to
1: bake a potato. <laughs>
0: put a lamb in there; it's going to be good for weeks. <laughs> oh man, that just reminded me. Okay, so our neighbors, um, right next to us, they're like younger in their early twenties. Pretty sure they're renting the place, and like the rest of us who own ours, they had a jack lantern last year, and they had a real candle in it, and it stayed lit. Forever. I I was so impressed. There was one day I came home from class and it was a really windy day. And I just I just kept on the drive home. I was like, I bet that that candle's got to be out. There's no way. And it was still lit. It was like the black flame candle. It just wouldn't die.
1: Safe in there. Safe inside the pumpkin.
0: And but it was flickering like crazy. And I stood there for way too long. It's a good thing they didn't come out because I was just standing there watching the pumpkin. I like wanted to see the wind blow it out and it never did. And it was way too long. And I finally went inside, but I was so I was so <laughs> unsatisfied because it wouldn't go out. Uh so I uh, yeah, I remember that. Okay, so as far as America's concerned. In America, pumpkins were easy enough to come by and good for carving and got absorbed both into the carved lantern tradition and the associated prank. Over time, kids refined the prank and began carving crude faces into the pumpkins to kick up the fright factor and make the lanterns look like disembodied heads. By the mid-1800s, Stingy Jack's nickname was applied to the prank pumpkin lanterns and the jack-o'-lantern got its name.
1: Toward the end of the nineteenth century, jack-o'-lanterns went from just a trick or treat. Oh no, wait, from just a trick to a standard seasonal decoration. Okay. Towards the end of the 19th century, jack-o'-lanterns went from just a trick to a standard seasonal decoration, including at a high-profile 1892 Halloween party hosted by the mayor of Atlanta. In one of the earliest instances of the jack-o'-lantern as a Halloween decor, the mayor's wife had several pumpkins lit from within and carved with faces placed around the party ending Jack-O-Lantern's days of wandering and beginning his yearly reign over America's windowsills and front porches.
0: Yay! I think that's kind of fun because it took it away from this mm, kind of prank feel and scary feel. to This is something fun.
1: Sort of put it into a more family tradition
0: type
1: era of... Making it, yeah, I love making it part of your decorations is always something I really enjoyed about jack-o'-lanterns. It's, it's like a Halloween decoration. and yeah. You just know instead of like, oh, yeah, let's go do a jack-o'-lantern so that we can go hide on the side of the road and scare people. <laughs> off. That was I don't not know that I've last. ever seen that happen here.
0: <laughs> that was not going to last. Well, you mean think about it back in the 1800s. Right. That would be kind of spooky. You're like, oh, my
1: God, it's dingy jack <laughs> or lost soul run
0: back when everything was drawn with a horse and carriage <laughs> horse drawn carriage is that mm.
1: yeah I mean the way you said it is what that is but nobody says it that
0: way I know well I wasn't raised then <laughs> so <laughs> I think it's okay <laughs> but I agree I, I like that it's this family tradition and I enjoy driving by houses and seeing pumpkins outside
1: yeah I mean well it's turned into something quite Different too. I mean, if you've really seen the sort of professional jack o' lantern they're not even doing just the poking eyes in and nose and mouth. It's, they're doing intricate, detailed things, just shaving off a little bit so that it glows through and it looks like the real face of something.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: They're, they're, people have really gone to Exceled. it. Excelled. Yeah. New heights with it for sure.
0: There's this new show that, well, I don't know if it's new, but new to us. show that Chris has been watching called Halloween Wars. And they have, who's on their team? Like a cake decorator, a chocolatier, and a pumpkin carver. And we haven't looked it up, but I'm pretty sure that the professional pumpkin carver, that's like a side job. They're most likely, I don't know, wood carvers. And they're like, Yeah. Once a year, let's let's, let's carve yeah. some pumpkins because there's no way that's I'm not 100% a sustainable about living. That
1: being a year round thing, yeah, yeah. I don't.
0: We gotta we gotta look that up. But man, have you ever seen those giant pumpkins? They're crazy, and that's the kind of pumpkins they carve on that show. So you should, she should check that out. Okay, some other theories of why jack o' lanterns are a thing are. Jack o' lanterns were also a way of protecting one's home against the undead. Hmm. Superstitious um, superstition. How do I say this?
1: Superstitious people. Yeah.
0: Superstitious people use them specifically to ward off of vampires, and this I've never heard. They thought this because it was said that the jack o' lantern's light was a way of identifying vampires who, once they there, I. Huh. They thought. They thought this because it was said that the Jack-o'-lantern's light was a way of identifying vampires who, once their identity was known, would give up their hunt for you. That is a real weak vampire. Oh
1: no, it's true <laughs> It's true. I mean once they once they're known, there's no point in vampires coming at
0: you. <laughs> what a boring movie that would be. Yeah, so boring
1: like derek is that you
0: Janet? you got
1: <laughs> now i'm not gonna kill you and drain you forget what am I-
0: it now i gotta find a new thing to eat for dinner <laughs> Just, like, so stupid all with this like poorly lit jack-o-lantern <laughs> all right baby you're up no I'm-
1: also, the lanterns were said to represent either spirits or supernatural beings or were used to ward off evil spirits. For example, sometimes they were used by Halloween participants to frighten people. And sometimes they were set on windowsills to keep harmful spirits out of one's home. It has also been suggested that the, it has also been suggested that the jack-o'-lanterns originally represented Christian souls in purgatory. As Halloween is the Eve of All Saints Day.
0: Now, I can kind of see where people could think that, especially with Stingy Jack being in like this limbo kind of area. He can't go to hell. He can't go to heaven, which is from what I understand, purgatory, like the Catholics um, Mm -hmm. purgatory. So, I mean, I could see I could see where that could come from. So I wanted to do the history of, of Halloween, Man, but it is too big. <laughs> I would have had to start way earlier. And I got this book, the book of Halloween, and I just kept reading through it. And it was so thick. And I was looking at it from all these different perspectives. And so that's not going to happen this year, folks. Sorry. But I did make my goal almost of posting an episode every Friday, except for last Friday. <laughs> Sorry. But I wanted to do this for, for Halloween because it's kind of fun. And I think... In the future, I think I'm just going to do podcasts for a little bit with just Chris because it's hard to coordinate and he's just, you're just entertaining.
1: Bada boom, bada bing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So even though 2020 sucks, it's horrible, it's horrible. We hope that you take time. To try to do something fun. And even though you probably can't go out and do a lot of stuff, there's still fun things. What
1: can you do? You can carve a jack-o'-lantern.
0: Oh, yeah, that too.
1: Oh, <laughs> is that maybe where we're going with this? <laughs> I'm going to say yes.
0: I always thought that you had to have them carved by Halloween. Like
1: it's, I've done it on Halloween, oh, too. Yeah, it's kind of like fun. a fun Halloween thing to do. Kind of like the day thing you do and then you go, uh, you know, like trick-or-treating or your party at night.
0: Yeah. But like oh, okay. you get that
1: ready and then you have it. It's good for the night kind of right. a thing. But it's also fun to do it ahead of time. So it's like get to enjoy your jack-o'-lantern a bit more. But yeah, it's kind of... Mm-hmm. I've always done it mostly as like a...
0: Oh, I've never even thought about that. Day
1: of or even night before type like, thing.
0: We've always done it way early. And I think we, we had a couple pumpkins this year that were rotten. I've thrown a couple pumpkins away and they... Ugh. They like collapsed and would grow stiff. So Part
1: of the reason why it's good to do them and put them outside is because the cold helps to preserve them, so they don't just yeah. blah, 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 collapse in on themselves.
0: Yeah, we had one inside because I was so proud of it, and it was just fun to look at. <laughs> it started that one started going (laughs) it was so i'll put a picture but i turned around once and it just it had like caved in and it's a good thing i scooped it into a bag or it would have just like exploded when i tried to carry it over the carpet (laughs) so
1: So, i don't know good reason to switch to turnips and potatoes then oh yeah (laughs) just put a little ember in there a little coal little ember let that burn forever
0: do you know how creepy that would be if you walk by a house and there's like all these and little a bunch vegetables potatoes and
1: turnips out there
0: <laughs> cause at a glance you're like what, what the, the hell, hell is that <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you, Chris, for joining me. Thank you. And we hope you guys have a happy Halloween.
1: The most wonderful happy Halloween. (laughs) I'll
0: see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening, my little strange things. I hope you join us next time. Scare you later.